0: Grief, acceptance, sadness. You're probably feeling a lot of things about this uh, Jets season that's basically over now. Winnipeg just got thrashed by the Florida Panthers 6-1. And yeah, that happened. We're going to talk about what exactly went wrong for the Jets. Uh, what are some takeaways for I guess the rest of the season. And is there anything left to even salvage for the jets coming up on tonight's episode of locked on Winnipeg jets coming right at you. Or locked on the hockey jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg jets, part of the locked on podcast network, your team every day. Hello friends and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. I am your host Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at Local and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Uh, Thanks for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day, every day. If you enjoy what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and as you can see from the video footage, YouTube. We're going to be uploading on YouTube regularly as well. But you can also check on the previously mentioned platforms, uh, a completely audio version, so you can take us on the go wherever you want us, and we are available for you 24-7. Now, I just wanted to say thanks again for bearing with me over the past couple of days. Wasn't feeling so great, so uh, it's good to be back in the recording saddle. I wish I had better news to share with you, though. Um, you know, the Jets just finished their game against the Florida Panthers, and if Winnipeg had had any chance of trying to salvage this season, uh, obviously this was a must-win. But we all kind of knew the stakes of this game, and I think uh, the course of what was going to happen was basically set in stone. Um, as much as I love the Jets and as much as I try to root for this team and really hope that they can uh, surprise us or show us something, you know, I don't think any of us were really under any illusions about what would happen when Winnipeg went into Florida. Uh, this is not a, a trip um, on the East Coast that was ever going to favor the Jets. Uh, they're basically going into some of the strongest opponents in the entire league. And so you could say that this stretch was going to make or break the Jets season, but let's be real. Uh, the season was probably decided some time ago. It's just that now uh, Winnipeg kind of has to have uh, the math come together and sort of seal its fate, which it's it's a bit of a disappointing thing to say. I, I feel like at this stage of the year for the Jets to already kind of be out of it... Um, it does feel like a bit of a missed opportunity, I can't lie. I wish that uh, you know things had gone a little bit differently, but you know it is what it is. Uh, in this game, I think we saw one of the clearest examples of why the Jets still have so much to learn when it comes to uh, building a championship team. A couple of years ago, we saw 2017-2018, like, that was the backbone of a true contender. Uh, Winnipeg, for my money that year, was the best team in the NHL. And I don't know if anyone else was really on the same level. Uh, you might say, well, Nashville pushed the Jets pretty hard. And like the Preds were good, right? But what Winnipeg had in the in the depth scoring, the defensive structure, um, a lights out power play, incredible even strength contributions, uh, a really stout defensive structure uh, from both the forwards and the defenders, a team that knew how to be aggressive without being overly ambitious, uh, and just a really well-balanced roster with, contributions all up and down the lineup. This was a team that was genuinely built for a championship run. And ever since then, we've not really seen the jets approach anything like that. You, uh, you fast forward to the point now where we're you know, the jets are playing the Panthers uh, and we're seeing what Winnipeg looks like years after the retooling and stuff never really came off, never really got back to that level. And yet you look at the Panthers and you see what they've become and evolved into and they're this monstrous beast of a team. They've got a great back end. They've got a a pretty great goaltender in Bobrovsky, who in tonight's game was brilliant. They have incredible scoring ability. They have a relentless net drive. Uh, Their slot attack is is constantly looking for really greasy opportunities. Honestly, I think Winnipeg's um, biggest issue tonight was that their slot defense on rebounds and stuff, which Hellebuck does tend to give up pretty frequently, it was almost non-existent. You know, the guys were basically watching as Florida was taking pot shots at Hellebuck the entire night. Uh, the, the skaters weren't able to really clear the defensive zone. Uh, Winnipeg got pinned. There were rebounds that were swatted in. Guys crashing the crease and shoving pucks in. Uh, just a lot of stuff to where the Jets... Uh, uh, I don't even know what to say. It, it was a complete failure in a lot of areas, and I feel like trying to pinpoint one specific problem other than the, the fact that the Jets are just generally not that great is a bit unfair in a way. I, I think Winnipeg has so many limitations in very key specific areas to where they don't have enough um, enough coaching or, I guess, talent in certain positions to try and hide and, and mask against a team that, quite frankly, has been setting the entire league alight. This is one of the most offensively gifted Panthers teams and offensively gifted teams, period, the league has ever really seen. I I think this year they're on like a historic pace for uh, goal scoring and goal differentials. So, um, yeah, the Jets came into tonight with really long odds and basically lived exactly to the expectations you were thinking uh, the Jets were going to, you know, unfortunately meet. And I wish I had something different to report, but, you know, the season for all intents and purposes is over. I think we all saw it coming. Uh, like I said earlier, it's not a it's not a shock or a surprise. Uh, you know, the optimism that I had coming into this season, unfortunately, got dampened really quickly. Uh, you know, the first couple of weeks, you started to see the same old Jets kind of surface. Then Paul Maurice leaves, and I'm like, oh, you know, mm, I I know where this is going. As much as I really wanted to root for Dave Lowry, I I knew what we were going to see with this team because, you know, Dave has had very limited head coaching experience. Uh, I don't know if he really had any pro level experience and trying to take the reins over a pretty broken jets team, mm, not a recipe for success. If I'm being honest, he did his best, but I think it's honestly time to start looking forward. Uh, And while this game was pretty tragic and I would imagine that tomorrow's game against the, uh, the lightning isn't going to be much better. At least there are some things to think about for the coming future. We'll talk about what might be inspiring for the Jets down the road because I think at this point the team really has to think about uh, trying to get excited about next season. I think right now the the, the disappointment and and you know the emotional state of the team it just has to be horrible. Uh, if if you interview the players and you talk to them on a personal personal level, the guys have to be going through it right now, and I I do feel for them. I think that this has been. Uh, a really atrocious season. I think things shouldn't have gotten to this point. Uh, and you know, losing to the Panthers, it was expected, but it, you know, it just feels like insult to injury. Not only have you been uh, struggling against mediocre squads, you then get slapped around by one of one of the best teams in the NHL, a squad that a few years ago was looking up at you, and you just feel y- you've fallen so short of expectations. You feel that there's no way to really claw back out of it, but. I promise you with this team, there, there actually is a path forward. And again, I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but before we get too ahead of ourselves, I just wanted to shout out some really cool folks at Built Bar. If you know me, I've talked about Built Bar before. Uh, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, Built Bar is one of the amazing protein bars that's less like a protein bar and more like a candy bar. It comes coated in 100% real chocolate, and I do mean real chocolate, uh, and it has a soft, chewy interior. I know a lot of protein bars are, like, super dry and very, I guess, grainy, kind of disgusting. Um, Bill Bar is here to change the mold. They've even got, like, flavors that are stuffed with marshmallow cream filling, which they are, as good as they sound, I promise you, they are to die for. Uh, They've got, like, a cinnamon churro flavor. Uh, They've got some great stuff like mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond. I think there's even an apple pie flavor. One of my personal favorites has definitely been uh, the raspberry dark chocolate. If you're looking for a starting point, I think that's one of the best flavors you can choose, but as great as they taste, you know, they're even better for you with most built bars clocking in at around 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. So, you know, if you're looking for a weight loss snack, you're looking for a pre-workout supplement, maybe even a meal replacement bar, built bars are there for you no matter what time of day it is. And they're super convenient. You can take them on the go. You can take them to the gym, take them wherever you want, and they'll always be there for you. If you're ready to get started, go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order. Again, that is promo code LOCKED15 at checkout for 15% off at built.com. Hello, friends, and welcome back to tonight's episode of Locked on Winnipeg Jets. We are uh, continuing our thoughts on a a struggling season for the Jets. Uh, It's been as the kids say these days, a mudded year. Uh, Before we talk about some reasons to start thinking about the future and maybe even getting a little bit excited, um, I just wanted to say again, thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. While you're at it, though, I highly recommend that you check out our Locked On Now program. It is the most up-to-date, fastest, and easiest way to catch up on all of the latest NHL action, featuring super short digestible segments that deliver the hard-hitting action, trades, uh, news, rumors, whatever is floating around the NHL, our local experts are going to be there on the clock giving you the latest analysis and making sure that you're always aware of what's happening around the league. So be sure to subscribe to Locked On Now and Locked On NHL on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. Like, you know, following the Jets, it's free, and we just really love and appreciate your support. Now, reasons to think about, you know, the upcoming season for the Jets. So this year... Um, I, I said at the start that I thought this would be a really big year. Uh, I had had a level of optimism for the season, but obviously that all kind of fell apart. Um, and I, I think looking back on it, maybe I should have pumped the brakes a bit, but I, I don't know. I've been desperate to get excited about a season. You know, I I've been looking forward to something. And I think that's something that a lot of folks, you know, I I'm very critical of the jets, but I think people misconstrue this about, you know, fans like us who are upset it's not because we want to see the Jets struggle. It's because we're tired of seeing them struggle. We want to see them succeed. You know, this team and the fan base frankly deserve better, but you know, time and time and time again, you know, this team has really been let down by, you know, I think a lack of vision in certain areas uh, and, and not always something that can be controlled. You've got a lot of very different opinions of how the Jets should be and how they should be run. And I think that those have tended to collide in a lot of areas so, you know, going forward, I feel like if, if this offseason, as it's rumored to be, will bring around a lot of change, maybe this is a time for when a more unified vision of Jets hockey can start to take shape. Now, I'm not going to say that this is going to happen because uh, oftentimes we've seen that the Jets kind of rule by committee. And I think, it, you know, in a lot of ways that can be a serious issue in getting Winnipeg uh, to a more cohesive state. Right now, the team sort of lacks an identity and it's hard to tell uh, what the direction of the squad is. So I really want to know what Winnipeg's future vision of this team is. Um, That's kind of one of my biggest questions with the squad is I know that we have a lot of prospects and I know that we talk about playoffs, but where is the team going? Uh, You know, what is the first move for the squad in the offseason? Is it to hire a new head coach? Is it to look at the roster and make some changes, uh, especially with some of the more veteran players? What are the Jets intending to really pull off? I think that is uh, one of my major goals. Uh, one of the things I really think think the team needs to determine immediately, especially with some of the leadership, you know, guys like Shifley, Wheeler. What is their role here? What is their future? Do they want to stay and remain, you know, as Jets, or do they want to seek a, a new challenge? I think those are legitimate questions, uh, especially, you know, know, Shifley, who it's hard to tell with him. Sometimes he seems happy. Sometimes it seems like he'd be totally okay moving to another team. And I don't blame him. I mean, the Jets have kind of wasted a lot of his prime. Uh, You know, our acquisitions are guys like Zach Sanford, who as much as they're busting tail and trying to, you know, fight for every single shift. They're just not at the level where they're going to push the Jets to like a Stanley Cup. As much as we want them to be, you know, hard fighting contributors, it's just not enough. And I think that is something that has been really plaguing the Jets. They made, you know, a couple of huge acquisitions in the offseason. Schmidt, Dylan didn't really pan out. They brought in Appleton, Sanford uh, at the deadline and and Barron. And Barron might be one of the better guys of the entire uh, acquisition pool, but still not enough. And so the Jets have this, like, laundry list of questions to answer, and they have a laundry list of prospects who really need ice time. I think next year, uh, I, I want to talk a little bit in a, in a short bit about um, the players that I really expect to have big breakout years and what I think we might see from this Jets team because I have so many questions with the squad, and I don't know that there's a lot of answers. I do know that, you know, based on the rumors and stuff that we're hearing, this offseason could be really explosive for Winnipeg. And maybe it's about time that they've started to tear things up from the roots and start over. I, I think that there is a chance for this team to be something special going forward. But until they get really serious about overhauling how they operate and you know change how they, they view the leadership, we're going to be spinning tires again. So let's hope for a really productive offseason. And in just a little bit, I'll talk about which players I think are poised to have monster seasons for the Jets coming up in just a little bit. Before we go any further, though, I do want to shout out the wonderful folks at BetOnline.net. I'm not, you know, personally a big online better. I know that a lot of you probably do, uh, especially if you're into the NFL or maybe you're into college basketball. But no matter what you're interested in, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the MLB season. If you're, you know excited about the Blue Jays or, in my case, I guess, trying to suffer through Orioles baseball, um, Bet online is going to keep you up to date with all of the latest news, uh, the latest trends in action, and make sure that you're always aware of the latest betting lines. Bet betting, online is your continued source for all of your sport wagering information from live betting, playoffs, eSports, and everything in between. To get started and create a free account, Go to betonline.net on your laptop or mobile device and check out all of the hottest action that you can get on right now. Again, I have actually used BetOnline myself. I bet on an Eintracht Frankfurt match a year or so ago. It was super easy, very convenient. Uh, There's plenty of explanations for uh, what does what and what score line means what. So again, you really have no excuse not to check them out. Give it a shot and check out BetOnline where the game starts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's Locked On Winnipeg Jets. We are uh, wrapping up some thoughts on, I I know what has been a crappy, disappointing season, but I promise there are some things to look forward to next year. Uh, What I wanted to take a a moment to talk about are are players that I think are really primed for breakouts. Um, This is always one of those tricky subjects because, uh, you know, breakouts are a very hot, or or, I guess you could say a hot or cold thing, hit or miss, (laughs) But I think with Winnipeg, it's very clear which guys are really ready to take the next step. Um, The first guy that immediately comes to mind is going to be Cole Perfetti. I think Cole has already shown brilliance in limited batches. Uh, Every time he's on the ice, it just feels like Winnipeg threatens to do something really fun. And that's probably the highest praise I can give somebody. Uh, You know, I'm not not looking for perfection. I think that's something that people uh, should maybe reconsider if they think any of us expect that. I'm totally fine with guys making mistakes. You're always going to make mistakes, but what I want to see is a continued commitment to improve uh, or at least to fight for every shift to give us really exciting futures to uh, consider. And I think Winnipeg in, in Perfetti has exactly that kind of player. He's explosive. He's got incredible vision. He's super hardworking. He's super smart. There's just a lot to love with the package of tools and the personality that he brings. And I think Perfetti, Down the road, could become a really quiet leader for this team. Somebody who, you know, as he gets older and starts to mature, is really going to assert himself on the ice and inside the locker room. And I think that can only be positive and really give the Jets a direction to start thinking about, you know, who is that next locker room leader. The other guy that I think is really going to have a big season is Dylan Sandberg. Dylan has already shown us some really brief flashes as a a potential top four defensive option. And, you know, some people are going to say, well, the Dylan acquisition looks more and more like a mistake. And I think in hindsight, yes, Uh, you know, Brendan hasn't really fit in the way that I think the Jets were hoping for. Uh, He seems like a hardworking, nice guy, but, you know, the on ice fit hasn't exactly been a hundred percent and it's been obvious. Sandberg, I think, has a lot more versatility and has this puck carrying ability that, unfortunately, Dylan doesn't quite possess. Uh, So they are, you know, different defenders um, but of course Dylan did get hurt for a while, so it's not like he would have had that spot forever, but all things being equal, if, if Sandberg had stayed healthy, you know, would he have supplanted Dylan in the lineup? Uh, Brendan Dylan, that is not Dylan Sandberg. Um, probably not. I think Sandberg still has, you know, areas that he's working on and he's still very young. You don't want to burn him out too quickly, but I think next year could be a big coming out party for him. He's already showing confidence at the NHL level. I think he's got composure. Uh, He's very good at working the puck out under pressure. His defensive reads are stout. He's got great passing. Offensively, he's very confident in possession. There's a lot to like with him. And and I think that the shooting ability that he has along with his peripheral skating ability, especially when he's got the puck in the offensive zone. Increasingly, it seems like the Jets have a real gem in him. Uh, I know at the time that he was maybe considered a slight reach, but I think Winnipeg overall is going to be thrilled with his development and it just seems like he's on the up and up. So I'm excited for him. I think he and Profetti are going to have monster seasons. And if there's one more player that I think could have a breakout year, but maybe I'll call it like a return to form. I think we could see um, a really big season from Connor Hellebuck again. I know that Helly maybe didn't have the strongest season this year. But I think he could have a return form, a return to form, and, and sort of bounce back next season, um, and give us the same level of performance that we're used to. You know, maybe not Vesna caliber. I, I mean, it wasn't like he was bad this year. He was still very good. You know, cumulatively speaking, you know, the net performance was great. But uh, on a game-to-game level, you know, we saw moments where he lapsed a little bit, and I think he could return uh, in a big way next season and give the Jets what they're looking for. Uh, a guy who's just a rock net and somebody who can help elevate the jets, but hopefully they rest him a little more. I think that's something that he didn't get enough of this year. And I don't know that it's impacted his performance necessarily. It's not a one-to-one thing, but I do suspect a little bit more rest would have been well uh, welcome. And honestly, Comrie just deserved more starts. I feel like Eric didn't get enough. I, I think the load management was very poor, um, but hopefully with the right changing in the coaching staff and the, new direction leadership that we're likely to get in the off season Winnipeg can start to forge towards a better future and hopefully next season a really fun one because this year wasn't rock bottom necessarily but at times it sure felt like it so yeah (laughs) Uh, when you've hit rock bottom things can only look up right Uh, you can only uh, get excited and hope that the ceiling for the team next year is going to be something to be excited about so Am I hyped about it? No, but I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. We'll see what pans out for the Jets in just a few months. Uh, the draft is coming up. We'll have some thoughts on that uh, as we continue to get closer to guys that Winnipeg might take. We'll talk about any trades the Jets might be interested in or have already taken care of and continue to analyze any of their offseason moves, especially as they look to recruit a brand new head coach. Because let's be honest, I think that's probably one of their first things that they're going to be shopping for in the offseason. For tonight's episode, though, I think that is going to be all the time that we have. Again, you know, throughout the rest of the few weeks, we'll have some playoff coverage. Uh, We'll talk about the Jets and their prospective future because the present and the playoff run probably not a thing to be concerned about. But certainly next season, it's going to be one of the bigger uh, opportunities for the Jets. And we'll continue to give our thoughts on whether or not Winnipeg is really braced for the future. But again, tonight, that is going to be all the time that we have. Thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day, every day. While you're at it, be sure to make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Hosts Steel Roden, and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your favorite podcasts, so be sure to like, follow, and subscribe right now. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Have a great night, and go Jets go.